Hey, how's it going today? Better late than never, huh? The FBTV podcast. <laughs> Fourth of July. Have a good weekend, good holiday. Kind of nuts. Can't believe all this stuff going on in the world, but we got to keep on putting one foot in front of the other. And hopefully the world comes to its senses before too long, but uh, we'll see. My name is Mike. I'm your host. This is the FPTV podcast. Normally we have this thing up a little bit uh, earlier uh, than uh, it is uh, dropping today, but uh, holidays got us all messed up, you know. Uh, FBTV podcast. Matter of fact, uh, we do these on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Holiday weekend kind of got in the way of that last week. We weren't thinking about that when we were uh, talking last Wednesday about it being the holiday weekend. But uh, we will be back this Saturday, Q&A day. Matter of fact, we got a uh, somewhat of a Q&A we're going to be talking about today as a topic. Uh, it, it, it has to do with new brokers trying to find shippers and and this individual they uh they had uh sent us this little note and we thought well we'll use that as the topic today we'll get into that in a little bit but for q a if you got any q and uh, saturday morning q a on the fbtv podcast if you got a question we'll answer them on saturday morning you can email those to us at fbtv at freightbrokertv.com we have forms on our website freightbrokertv.com and you can even Skype us using your Skype app. You can call and leave a message, or you can uh, uh, text us your question using the uh, Skype. All right, it's Wednesday, middle of the week, July 6th, 2022, and I'm all messed up. To me, to me, this should be Tuesday. We have Monday, the holiday. We were off. And whenever we got a holiday like this, I, I love the three-day weekend, but whenever we have a holiday like this, it just totally turns the rest of the week upside down. You know, I don't know if you're that way or not, but it's it's kind of flaky on my end. Anyway, it's July 6th. It's camera day. It's waffle iron day. Is that right? Or, yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> Fuel prices. We, uh, we're still getting it from AAA. Now, here's the thing. Uh, EIA. Energy Information Administration. I don't know if this is a, if it's my conspiracy thing going off in my head, but it's just weird. After all these years, no issues with the EIA and the fuel prices, average price of fuel per gallon, until now. Until now. Until the prices get stupid. And now it's like, hey, we're screwed up. You know, we, we tried doing something. We can't get it to work. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, here's the uh, here's the deal. Third week of no EIA diesel prices. Now, if you're wondering about the EIA and the Energy Information Administration, can I bring it up here real quick? I don't know. No, I can't. I can't. Uh, but but if, you, uh, if you're familiar with it, that's where trucking companies, well, the transportation industry as a whole... That's where we go to get the average price of a gallon of fuel for the week. So the fuel surcharge can be calculated. And without it, everyone's kind of in limbo. You know, it causes a lot of problems. Shippers, 
you know, they're saying, no, you know, there is no true. We're going to have to keep it locked in here, no matter if it goes up or down. Now, if it goes down, they notice prices are going down from other sources. They're going to argue, and the trucking company is going to go, no. And if it goes up, the shippers are going to go, no. It's just like when you're doing mileage. You know, when you're doing mileage with the, you know, the customer is always going to be using the uh, short miles, and the trucking company is going to be using long miles. You know, it, it is what it is. And if you're a broker, you're not going to make both of them happy. <laughs> you know, what I always tell my clients is simply this. You know, if, if you're, your customer, they're, they're probably telling you the mileage. Whenever you sell the load to the truck, you got to tell them, you know, hey, this is shipper mileage. It's not mine. It's shipper. And they get that. They, they, they understand, you know, that uh, the customer's mileage is going to be in their favor. Okay. Now, if it's way off and you know it's way off, usually I tell people, give give your customer at least 10%. And that may be sounding like a lot, but if, in other words, uh, if, if you're calculating the, you know, the load should be a thousand miles and your customer is saying it's 850, well, that's over 10%. Okay. I give, I will give them 10%. It's been my experience. If I called them, you know, if they maybe they got nine seventy-five, and I'm showing a thousand. I called them. They're 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 going to stand firm. But usually, if it's off more than ten percent, they're going to work with you on it. Well, let me let me recalculate that. You know, that they may it could have been they they typed in the wrong zip code or something. See what I mean? Now it, that works both ways too. If you know, your your customer is saying, you know, it's 1,100 miles or 1,200 and you're showing 1,000. You better call your customer and let them know. You may want to recalculate that. You know, they're going to say, what, are you showing something different? Yeah, but, you know, check it. You call the mistake, you know, when it's in their favor, you know, and let them know about it. They're, they're good. They will appreciate that. Now, the thing is, that shows your customer. That's part of customer service. They're gonna they're gonna see that that hey, you're here to help them. You're part of their team, and that's what you want to be. You know, either way, either way. But the the big thing is, uh, you're letting letting them know that you're honest. Now, if you let this slide, you know maybe they a couple of two or three months they're they're paying that twelve hundred dollars whatever for that load that you know they calculated the mileage wrong or whatever. If you let that slide and you're moving that load left and right and you're not telling them, they will find out. They, you know, eventually somebody's going to catch the mistake and they're going to see you in a whole different light. They're going to know. They're, they're, or they may not know for sure, but they're going to suspect that you knew all this time and let them overpay. See, so works both ways. But the thing is, you're building loyalty, your loyalty with that customer. You're building a relationship with that customer, so that they uh, they can trust you. They 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 know you're in the game. You know, so many brokers out there, man, they don't pay attention to the details, and that's one thing you're going to hear me, or my clients hear me talk about over and over again: details. You've got to pay attention to the details. The details are going to make or break you. But anyway. Back to the EIA. U.S. Energy Information Administration delaying its weekly release of national diesel prices for a third week in a row. They're saying due to network issues. Now, they announced this back uh, June 30th. 
They usually release national diesel and gasoline prices together on a weekly basis. It was able to get out gasoline prices after a two-week delay. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, they had no trouble getting the gasoline prices out except for, I think, one week. If that... But these surprises, they, they've been postponed again. Uh, they say we will not be able to publish those figures by the next scheduled release date of yesterday. Usually it's on Monday, but it was holiday, so it would have been yesterday. They said that in an email alert sent out <laughs> on the 30th. Okay, so here's the thing. How, do you, how did you know that you would not have this fixed by the 5th, you know, almost a week earlier, five days anyway. See, this is, it's like they're withholding the information on purpose. I, I don't know, Washington, it's, it's weird. I don't care who's, you know, behind the desk. But man, it is really weird right now. You know, I, I mean, it's off the wall nuts. And what was it? Uh, the the uh, oil company, uh, Biden, he tweeted out something, or one of his interns did, according to the, I think the oil company was just being nice, uh, tweeted out something, what I read. You know, hey, the, 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 the gas companies or whatever need to lower their prices at the pump, you know, pretty much encouraging them, hey, let's just break even right now. <laughs> the oil companies tweeted back, hey, you need to tell your intern to take Economy 101. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. Anyway, uh, EIA, they say we are continuing to work around the clock to fix the affected system so we can publish our diesel prices data as soon as possible and fully return to our regular data publication schedule. Why, after all these years, do you decide now? Now is the time to start fooling with the uh, calculations. Why now? Kind of squirrely, if you ask me. And anytime the government does anything, or any government agency does anything, right now, nobody's nobody nobody believes the government anymore. It's that simple. It's sad too. ATA American Trucking Association said in an email alert on June 27th, they said we've been communicating with the EIA and administration staff about the impact that changes and delays to the update can cause to the trucking industry. We are not yet sure of the technical cause of the delay, but have been assured by a senior official or officials at the EIA that they are working diligently to get it resolved around the clock. Around the clock. <laughs> no. They can't be worth doing it around the clock. But, 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 Mike, it was a holiday weekend. It don't matter. It's the government. The government don't close. At least not in a situation like this. Anyway, we'll see what happens next week, you know. Spot rates, let's check those out. Well, before we get into that, today's impossible question. According to a woman's magazine, a women's magazine, it should be a woman's magazine. Anyway, one of 13 ways to reduce stress is to blank. <laughs> According to a women's magazine, one of 13 ways... To reduce stress is to blank. If I remember, it's not what you're thinking. I'll just tell you that right now. Or, well, there's 13 answers. 
Well, this is a stupid question. There's 13 possible answers. We're looking for one right answer, but anyway, it is what it is. All right, spot rates. Uh, from last week, vans up uh, 1.6%, flatbed down 0.7%. Refrigerated, they're up 1.7%. Spot rates as well, first of July compared to last month. Van is down eight cents, down to 261 per mile. Flatbed down 13 uh, to 331 per mile, and refrigerated down one penny, down to 304 per mile. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. Having a birthday? Happy birthday to you. You are in pretty good company. Sebastian Cabot. Now that that name may ring a bell, and it took me a minute to put two and two together, but remember he was the butler, Mr. French. On Family Affair back uh, back in the 60s, early 70s, something like that. Nancy Reagan, she was born in this state back in 1921. Merv Griffin, uh, born in this state back in 1925. Ned Beatty, I liked him. Squeal like a pig. <laughs> See that movie Deliverance? Anyway, he was born in this state back in 1937. Robin from TV's Batman, Burt Ward, he's 77 today. Hard to believe that Robin... Is 77. Now, geez, he's one year older than Rocky. How about that? Sylvester Stallone, born on this day back in 1946. That makes him 76 years old today. And, uh, well, we're not, I'm not going to, it looks like he had work done. At least I was thinking that till I saw the 76. Maybe he did it, I don't know. Today in history, pirate Captain William Kidd is taken into custody in Boston. That, that happened way back in 1699. 1932, and this is getting ready to happen again, first-class postage uh, shot up to three cents per stamp from two cents. Matter of fact, I, I read the other day the uh, forever stamps are going up a couple of pennies, I think, here before too long. This date back in 1989, Oliver North, given two years probation and fined $150,000 for his part in the uh, Iran-Contra affair. Let's see what's happening with the news. This is kind of weird. Well, nothing's weird anymore. Nothing surprises me when I see the news anymore. Things you might want to know here. A Florida man got dressed up as a security guard. <laughs> Not just any security guard. A Disney World security guard. And I guess he got caught trying to steal a $10,000 statue of R2-D2. You know, the uh, Star Wars R2-D2. <laughs> uh, while we're on the subject of Florida, Florida, that this don't make any sense. But, hey, it is what it is. And if you're in California, I'm, I'm, I'm not picking on you. I mean, this is just what your governor's doing. He is uh, running ads in Florida, <laughs> urging urging people to move to California. It's all over the news. There's a mass exodus out of California, and he's buying ads in, in Florida, trying to get people to move to California. Frasier, have you not heard about this? They are uh, rebooting that show, Frasier. Kelsey Grammer says that they're in the final stages of the uh, reboot, some cast members. I've had other projects to wrap up, but they hope to start shooting in October. I, I don't know what network, don't know what's uh, when it's uh, scheduled to debut, but I'm looking forward to it. 
All right. Topic of the day. Oh, fuel prices before we get to that. Fuel prices diesel today, according to AAA, 572 per gallon, gasoline 478 per gallon. That's down just a few pennies from what it had been uh, previously. But come on. It's almost six bucks a gallon for diesel. Give me a break. It's Putin's fault. I'm so sick of hearing that, aren't you? <clears throat> okay, my name is Mike. I'm your host for the FPTV podcast. We get together a couple of times a week. We try to. Wednesday and Saturday. I'm the lead consultant at Tautoa. If you're thinking about uh, getting into the industry, freight broker, freight broker agent, you're looking to start out as an agent, job placement, whatever. Yeah, we have opportunities for you. We are a training and consulting firm. We have packages available uh, that that you can check into that, that include essential training for working day-to-day as a freight broker, freight broker agent. We go through everything with you, how to find potential customers, how to make your sales calls, what to say, how to respond, how to calculate rates, how to negotiate, how to find everything from Getting the load all the way through delivery and the load, we, we cover all that, including legal and contracts in the day, uh, essential training. Once you finish your training, you can enter our mentorship program. That's where you can begin your operation, your broker operation, as a freight broker agent through us. So we can oversee everything you're doing, making sure you're doing it right, answer any questions, making sure you're crossing the T's, dotting the I's. And you can begin your broker operation uh, where you can get out there and uh, start gaining the experience, building that customer base. And you're even paid a uh, standard commission, just like any other freight broker agent. If uh, you move a load while in the mentorship program, you're going to be paid a commission. Standard commission in the mentorship program, 60% of the profit on the load. We call it the load net. Difference between what the customer paid you to move a load and what you paid the truck. So if you had a if you had a load the customer was paying $3,000 on, you found a truck and negotiated with the truck, the trucking company agreed to move the load for $2,500, you'd have a $500 net of profit on that load. If it was your load, your commission would be 60% of that net. So your commission would be 300 But anyway, check it out at our website. All the information's there, taltoa.com. Uh, if you have any questions about any of the packages available, feel free to call me, 479-668-0838. Matter of fact, the, uh, right there, uh, it can never, uh, it's, I was going to say it's always the opposite. I can never remember that. Anyway, neither here nor there. Okay, the topic, the topic of the day, new brokers trying to find shippers. I'm uh, going to keep this kind of uh, anonymous, but uh, someone wrote in, I'm a new broker and I'm trying to find shippers. I just started my career and building my book of business seems to be the hardest thing to do, especially since I'm calling all sorts of companies. And all I'm hearing is we don't need the help. We have our own trucks or my personal favorite. Don't call back. Click. <laughs> I'm starting to stress out to the max. Anything you can tell me will help. All right. I get it. Yeah, this is part of the startup period. This is the period that usually a lot of new brokers wash out because they don't give themselves enough time or they're not prospecting correctly. We call it prospecting. That Prospecting is the act of finding potential customers 
that will use you as one of their brokers that make their loads available to you. And you can work those loads in hopes of getting a truck. You're doing the right thing making the sales calls. you got to continue to do that. Now, my one recommendation is do it after lunch. got to think about this. You know, if you think about it, honestly, mornings are the busiest time of day for a potential customer, a shipper. That's when they have all types of logistical issues going on. All right. They uh, got lo- uh, trucks coming in, loads going out. They just don't have time to take a sales call. And at this point, that's what you are to that potential customer is a salesperson. All right. They go to lunch. They come back after lunch. They got a couple of two, three, four hours in the afternoon. They got time to talk to you. So there's one thing. Okay, you can do it a little bit different. Now, I don't know what your pitch is, but keep it simple. Man, if you're calling them, you're going through, you know, a 10-minute spill. You're doing what, it, you know, I've seen a lot of these these videos do. Hey, you know, how many loads you got a day? How many a week? Blah, blah, blah. You know, hey, la, 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 la. You know, next thing you know, you know, you, you've got a 20-minute interview going on. Uh, these shippers don't have time for that. They don't have time for that. Short, sweet, to the point. Get in, get out. Practice it. Make it simple. Keep it simple. The kiss rule. Keep it simple, stupid. All right? Hey, this is Mike Fitzalto. I'm listening. Truck's in the area all the time. like to see I can, you know, get set up with you to help you get trucks. You know, it's something simple. Something simple. All you're trying to do is get in the door. You're wanting them to say, yeah, send me your info. And your info, obviously, is going to be your shipper packet. All the uh, information they need from you to be able to start using you as one of their brokers. That's that's all your goal is at this point. Get in the door. Once you're in the door, guess what? You're no longer a salesperson to that shipper. Now you're part of their transportation team. Now you've got carte blanche. You can call them any time of the day you want. Morning, noon, afternoon, whatever. That's what you got to do. You, you got to get in the door because until you get in the door, you have no way of building the relationship. Now, here's the other thing. I've talked about this before. And matter of fact, uh, I was talking to a client earlier today having the same issue that a lot of new brokers, uh, they, they trip up on. You get a customer, they make a load or two available to you, and the next thing you do, you're not making sales calls anymore. You're focused on trying to find a truck to move that one or two loads. And guess what? Four or five o'clock comes around, you've been working on trying to find a truck for those one or two loads for four or five hours and nothing, and now you're totally heartbroken. You just knew you were going to make money. And now you've wasted the whole day trying to find a truck to move a load that couldn't move. You couldn't move anyway. Think about that a minute. You're a brand new broker working with that customer. They've got other brokers and trucking companies they work with on a regular basis. So they may, you know, they set up with you. Here, I've got a couple of loads. Those are not going to be the easiest loads of the day. Matter of fact, if they know they got loads that are going to be simple to move, they're going to make those loads available to one of the uh, vendors, be it trucking company or brokers that they have a tight relationship with. They will reward them with the easy loads, you, you know what I mean? you got to work your way up to that. That's what, that's what I'm getting at. you got to work your way up to that. you got to work your way up to, you know, becoming one of their favorite vendors. And that comes from time, you know, building that relationship. 
building a relationship is not difficult. It's just like you would in real life, you know. Be friendly. Take an interest in what they do in their life. Be personal. You know, make it personal. Your goal is to get as many customers as you possibly can because from your customers, uh, they will make their loads available to you. The more loads you have available, the more loads you're going to be able to put on the load board. The more loads you have on the load board, the more you're going to be able to work your way out of that startup period sooner rather than later. Because as you begin posting loads, some loads are going to make your phone ring off the hook. Trucking companies calling you. Other loads you're going to post, crickets, man, nobody calls you. By knowing what loads trucking companies are calling you about, that's going to allow you the opportunity to start focusing on what makes you money. See what I mean? When you're able to do that, that's when you're going to be able to start working your way out of that startup period. So to this individual trying to get shippers, you're doing, you're, you're, you're doing the right thing. All right? Make the calls. Keep making them. How many, how many calls a day? A couple of hundred. Seriously. I know people say, nah, that's too bad. If you don't make the calls, you're not going to get a customer. No customer, no loads, no loads. You don't, you're, you're, you're not even out of the gate. And that's where a lot of brokers fail, especially new ones. They just fail to make the calls. And as far as your pitch goes, you know, your, your script, whatever you're using, honestly, 10 to 15 seconds, that's all you need. Seriously. Write a script, 10 to 15 seconds. That's it. 10 to 15 second script. Practice it out loud over and over and over again until it rolls off your tongue. You don't even have to think about it. When it gets to that point, it's going to start taking on your personality. All right? So it's when, when you start making the calls, it's going to sound... Like you're having a conversation rather than trying to sell somebody something. See what I mean? Anyway, I hope that helps. You know, I, I see this all the time. You know, uh, people get discouraged right there during that startup period and they give it all up. You know, spent the money or whatever to get their broker license or go through training or whatever it may be. And they quit. They give up before they start making money. You, you know, that, that's the thing about being a broker. If you're going to get into this industry, and people always ask, how long before I start making money? Hey, nobody knows. And if anybody tries to tell you they know, run. Because it all boils down to you, what you do. It's, you know, as a freight broker, as a freight broker agent, you're an independent contractor. Bottom line. Meaning it's your business. Even as a freight broker agent, you're an independent contractor. If you're the freight broker with the license, it's your company. It will fail or it will succeed through your efforts. So think about that. You know, you gotta be willing to put in the time, put in the put in the work that's gonna take to succeed. All right. Uh Georgia governor extends fuel tax holiday. Uh, fuel tax holiday, once again, has been extended. Looks like they're going to extend it uh, through August 13th. It was set to expire for diesel. Gas and diesel purchases uh, July 14th. But nope, August 13th. So if you're in Georgia, 
between now and August 13th, you got a couple of months, you can still get uh, reduced no-tax fuel. Well, no state tax anyway, right? All right, what do we got going on here? Today's impossible question, according to a woman's magazine, one of 13 ways to reduce stress is to rub your earlobes. Obviously, there are uh, 12 other ways. I'd be interested to know what they are. We can only guess, right? All right, uh, that's going to wrap it up for uh, today. We'll, we'll do that Saturday. Saturday, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, top 10 states for bad drivers. I'm going to be talking about that on Saturday as well as answering any questions you may have, it's Q&A day, Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Podcast and uh, video. See that on YouTube. Right? Right. <laughs> Email me your questions, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Go to our website, freightbrokertv.com. Fill out a form, or you can Skype them to us. Just do a search, FBTV. You'll find us. All right, go have a great Wednesday. Unless, of course, you've made other plans. We'll see you soon. Thank mm-hmm. you.